0: Welcome to the nightly Nuge Kyle Rittenhouse Part 2. Ted, very special guest. Why don't you introduce him again? You bet. Well, Keith, number one, we keep referencing atrocities of the anti-justice system. The Department of Justice is clearly the Department of Anti-Justice. I mean, uh, some great, great Republicans, real Republicans, actually asked uh, Merrick Garland uh, and and Christopher Ray why Hunter Biden isn't charged with a felony that he committed with his signature uh, by uh, uh, violating the uh, registration and the purchase of his uh, firearm. Uh, so we we see glaring uh, two-tier anti-justice going on and kyle rittenhouse really represents that so kyle welcome back to the nightly news where we we spotlight cockroaches and once again i'm going to say on behalf of good people everywhere kyle rittenhouse thank you thank you for following your instinct of good over evil on the streets of kenosha that night protecting your fellow your fellow americans we'd like to find out number one at the age of 17 How much time had you spent at the range to become so tactically familiar with your AR-15 that night? Let's talk tactics for a minute. Kyle Rittenhouse, welcome back to the Nightly Nuge. Thank you guys for having me back another
1: night. So I I didn't have much tactical training uh, before the night of August 25th, um, the night of the incident. I, I, maybe put 150 rounds through that rifle um i haven't spent much time behind glass um i just like what kept me alive was and i truly believe this was god and the instincts of not wanting to die knowing that if i didn't stay in the fight that i would be killed
0: when i train with my uh friends from delta force i'm the luckiest guitar player in the world i train with the greatest warriors that ever walked the earth navy seals delta force army rangers green berets And there is a tactical mindset when you're training that there's no life, there's no world except your moment. You become tacky psyche, kind of a tunnel vision. Did you experience a, a sort of metamorphosis of such focus? When you saw an armed attacker and you knew you had to neutralize that armed attacker, you placed some pretty controlled rounds out of your AR that you admitted you did not train with extensively that you didn't really know intimately. I believe that instincts and and general physical ergonomics of the design of the AR assisted you in in saving your life that night. But did you experience a unique 17-year-old moment of focus and tunnel vision when you saw someone waving a gun about to kill you?
1: I definitely, throughout that, um, the three incidents that happened, um, so the first incident, I was uh, ambushed, chased down, and put in between cars with another hundred people behind them and confronted with the first guy, Mr. Rosenbaum, and that's when he tried to steal my gun, and I was left with no choice after he chased me down, um, screamed, you at me and yeah that's when i was forced to defend myself against him i definitely saw the tunnel vision i felt time slow down and then the second incident was where jump kick man kicked me in the face and i saw time slow down again and just after everything just all the all the incidents with mr huber and mr gross everything just was slow and Yeah, it was it was it was a crazy, crazy night.
0: Well, Keith, you and I work with a lot of warriors of law enforcement and uh, we do a lot of training because shooting is fun. Marksmanship is fun. Knowing your weapon is fun. It's a it's a martial arts. Good marksmanship and tactics are already in us. It's about exercising them in the modern world where we have been brainwashed that somebody else that dialing 911 will save your life. And it never will. That it's up to us to protect our own life. Nine and a half minute response time. Yeah, that would have done you a lot. Let me ask you this, Kyle. Would, Would you just walk our viewers through every time you pulled the trigger that night?
1: Okay, so I was on the. Let me look at the maps, the Google Maps, so I get the roads right. I was I was down by car source number one, but there was a gas station called the Ultimate Gas Station. I was at the Ultimate Gas Station, which was Kitty Corner from that. I was there, and I got a phone call from um, a friend saying that they're setting the cars on fire on car source lot number three, which was all the way down Sheridan Road across the street from the hospital. So I... Start. I get a fire extinguisher and I start heading that way to put out the fires and I get to the Duramax and that's what I met with the Zeminskis who take a step towards me and I take a step back. And then Mr. Rosenbaum, who's waiting behind a car, ran out to ambush me with the Zeminskis walking towards me with nowhere to go behind me. The only place I was left to go was in a diagonal way through the parking lot in between the cars, which was the only place I could really go, which I didn't know that, but there was about a hundred people behind those cars with weapons, bats, and guns. Mr. Zeminski fires two shots as at me or one shot as I'm running away, one gunshot at me as I'm running away. And then that causes me to turn around. Mr. Rosenbaum is still chasing me. I point my fire at, firearm at him. He throws something at me. Um, I continue running. He doesn't stop. And then when I'm left with nowhere to go, I I turn around and that's when he jumps on my gun. And that's when I I, I defend myself against him. And then after that incident, I run around the parked car and I see I make I see if he's okay. And then I call my friend and then a mob forms and they're screaming all these things to kill me and get me into to cranium me. And that's when I start running down the police line and I'm approached by Mr. Grossgroots, the guy who pointed the pistol at my head. And he said, where am I going? What happened? And I said, I'm going to the police. And then I continue running in the direction towards the police. So he knows where I'm going. He sees the flashing lights. And as I'm running, I'm hit in the head for the first time uh, with a skateboard by Mr. Huber. And then a second guy and a wife beater, Um, Hit me in the back of the head with uh, a hard object, I think was a rock causing me to stumble to the ground where I'm immediately met with four people around me and I wave my firearm at them and they all back off besides jump kick man who keeps coming and he hits a flying jump kick with uh, boots in my face and I fired two shots at him missing. And then Mr. Huber comes and immediately grabs my gun, putting his knees in my chest and launching the skateboard at my head, hitting me in the head. And that's when I defend myself from Mr. Huber. And then Mr. Groots points a pistol at me. I point my firearm at him. He puts his hands up and then I, I lower my firearm and then he comes back, pointed the gun at my head. And that's when I defend myself from Mr. Groots.
0: Boy, that is really graphic. And once again, Kyle, I deal with a lot of cops that their chief of police and their sheriffs will contact me because I get to train with these guys. Plus I'm a loud mouth for truth, logic, and common sense. And uh, it's certainly the the purity, the purity of self-defense. And whenever anybody, hardcore trained commandos, when they take a life, uh, it's debilitating. It's haunting, it never leaves you. So I spend time with these guys. I wanna tell you what I tell all these guys that I've been honored and humbled beyond belief to be invited in their lives as they're dealing with the post-trauma of of having to take a life in the pure moment of self-defense. Kyle, breathe easy. Know that you are alive today because you did what God ingrained in your spirit, that your gift of life is sacred that no one has the right to take away your gift of life from God and God wants you to stop threats that would take away your life what you did was as pure as giving birth what you did is as pure as putting out a house fire what you did is is pure as a marine killing crazed Japanese people on Iwo Jima and on the Normandy Beach killing Nazis rest easy I want you to go to bed at night not worrying about what you did I want to see a smile on your face that you did God's work and here's the point I'd like to make overall Keith people listening to Kyle right now it's not good enough to own a gun it's no good in the safe it's no good in the safe it's no good in the gun cabinet it doesn't do you any good in the truck you need to be armed and capable and the more time you spend with that weapon Kyle didn't have to look for that safety his thumb found it because he had fondled that gun enough to know where it's pointing where the bullet's gonna go how much pressure in a traumatic moment it takes to fire that weapon had he not executed those instinctual ergonomic proper maneuvers Kyle would not be here today and so Kyle I want you to remember these words from your Uncle Ted who loves you. You did what God wants all good people to do, to win against evil. And Keith, in in tomorrow night's segment on Nightly News with Kyle Rittenhouse, we're going to get into the most painful of all. It was painful to watch Americans torching Good, hardworking Americans in Kenosha and Seattle and Portland and Chicago and New York and Baltimore everywhere. But the, the trauma that I think you have intellectually overcome, I want you to continue to intellectually overcome and implement what I just told you. You did good. You're the good guy. I want you to smile knowing that you, you saved other people's lives because those evil people that attacked you were already found guilty of violent crimes in the past and our court system would have let them out until they did kill somebody. So you stopped evil and saved lives. But tomorrow night, Keith, we have witnessed this upcoming lawsuit against Kyle Rittenhouse. The guy that was going to shoot Kyle and kill him was stopped from shooting Kyle and killing him, and some judge went, "Yeah, I think uh this guy that was going to kill Kyle Rittenhouse, I think he should be able to sue him." We're gonna get into the ugliness of the anti-justice court system. But Kyle, thank you for coming on the nightly nude because Keith and I are fighting against evil forces. We keep referencing up in Wisconsin again, where you exercise your instinct to self-defense. There's a a, a person, Janet uh who's running for a Supreme Court justice who has violated her oath over and over and actually committed crimes and the media will not expose those crimes and the people in Wisconsin are not getting all the details so Kyle Rittenhouse um, I know that you were viciously attacked with lies and hate in the media so tomorrow on nightly news maybe we'll even go four nights Keith where we'll dissect the pain and suffering of a court system that dared to even allow you to be sued or charged with murder and the media that lied and lied and lied and wouldn't provide the video proven mitigating evidence that would have exonerated kyle if they would have just given it some airtime. what do you think keith no i agree and i look forward to talking with you again tomorrow night kyle i i'd kind of like our listeners to hear what happened after you fired that last shot and get us up to speed where we are today And uh, the dilemma that you find yourself in. And let's get into that tomorrow night right here on the Nightly nudge. where, Kyle, we absolutely have no fake news here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Keith.